Hi guys, this is Doug Fletcher. Welcome back to What's the Hazard? Friday, August 14th here in Omaha, Nebraska. Uh, a beautiful day out there. Um, hot, humid. I've got a mask on, so incredibly humid uh, in this little airspace that I'm breathing from right now, but, <laughs> but uh, doing the right thing. Um, we are doing OSHA shorts today. I've got guests in the studio with me, all in masks and all six feet apart. Um, Jeff Springer from Process Marketing Group and Jim Steele from Airlight Plastics. Thank you guys for being here. I want to thank my sponsors always, uh, CCS Group, Safety Reports, Medical Enterprises, the Nebraska Department of Labor On-Site Consultation Group, and our newest sponsor, Mid-America Martial Arts. Uh, thank you all very much. We appreciate it sincerely. Uh, your support is uh, incredible. So it thanks, was guys. Was it Cheyenne? Cheyenne like, Wolford at CCS Group. Yeah, remarkable. As I mentioned, um, mm-hmm. man, yeah, I don't sell anything for them. I don't get them any new business. They just believe in the mission and uh, That's awesome. have offered to support you know, the effort. And, again, yeah, it's incredible. So we are talking about OSHA's most frequently cited. We've been uh, we probably covered six or seven of the most frequently cited. We are talking about ladders on this episode. And, um and again, ladders seem to always hit the top 10. Uh, they are related in many respects to fall protection, certainly. They're an alternative to conventional fall protection uh, approaches. But they, they tend to hit the list always. And again, probably for many of the reasons that we talked about in fall protection, but you know, the ladder not extending more than three feet above the surface if you're using it for access, uh, using ladders incorrectly, you know, for purposes for which they were not intended, um, standing on the top step or the top plate of a, a step ladder, I mean, and training. I mean, I, I just don't get it, man. And, I mean, as I, I know there are solutions. What, what's the problem? I would – I think one of the things that comes up with ladders is that some of the rules people just don't understand the purpose for. It. It's like you have that little sticker on the top step or second-to-stop step – it looks like a step. It feels like a step. If you licked it, it probably tastes like a step. But <laughs> right. it says it's not a step. The only thing that indicates it's not a step is a little sign. Just a sticker. Oh, right. And so people, people don't understand the purpose for that. And, and if you explain it to them, I think that they begin to understand, they begin to understand it. You know, and that, that second to last step is obvious. If you're standing on that, the center of gravity is beyond the capacity of that ladder, and it doesn't take much of a bump to shoot it out from under you. No shit. And when you explain that to someone, then they, they can kind of visualize that, and then they can respect the rule about it. But when, you know, I don't tend to comply with rules because a sticker said to do it. I mean, I have a hard time stopping at stop signs, you know, right. just because right. it said it at, well, why? Right. Yeah, but that's an oxymoron. This yeah. is not a step. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Here's a ge- point. Here's I a genius never, idea. I've don't put the step in. I've like the way before, but I, I completely agree. You are absolutely right. That's yeah. interesting. So when the other one's like, why does the ladder have to go three feet past the edge? A lot of, when you ask that question in a training group, sometimes people will get it, but usually they don't understand, well, what's the reason for that? I can make it there with this, mm-hmm. but it has to do with being able to have something to hold on to as you put your foot out over the edge. You're holding right. onto the ladder and reaching out across the edge. And, right, and, and even securing that ladder so it won't slide. Yeah, so it doesn't slide either way. against an eave or a gutter or something. A little margin of error there. So I think I think in the training, I think if the training were were more about why and 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 what's the purpose for this, I think it gives a little better, um, it sticks a little better. I love that man. That, that, that's really uh, insightful. And you called him a genius earlier, Jeff, if I'm not mistaken, <laughs> in a previous episode. And uh, that, that we we might have, we might be onto something. I had a physical trainer one time tell me I needed to step it down. I told him I'd quote him on that a lot. After. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. Well, and now you're out there, man. You see these things all the time, and and. 
all the new solutions, again, the ladder manufacturers are also providing us some remarkable solutions. What do you see out there now that uh, I wouldn't have seen maybe a year or two ago? Well, to that point, um, there's one ladder manufacturer. They don't put that, that step in there that says this is not a step. It's not in there. Oh. The platform ladders, the ones that, you know, people are going to lean a step ladder against a wall. Now they have some for that. So the, the technology has changed uh, dramatically in the last 10 years. If you're still using grandpa's ladder, it's, it's a bad idea. And I think, you know, everybody gets that false sense of security. I got to get my work done. So I'm just going to go up and do it. And if you ask somebody and it's, people admit it now, I've had young people come to me during trainings and go, man, I'm glad you brought these new, cool, safe ladders in here. I'm scared to death to get on a ladder. Guess what? You should be. Even if you're not afraid of heights, I'm not afraid of heights. I'm afraid of falling. <laughs> now that young man had some kahunas by doing that. And my boys are the same way. They're young and they admit it. We didn't at that age. We will now, any one of us, mm-hmm. get on a ladder and I always say, be intentional. Every step, or, or my dad's 79 years old, I'm like, Dad, be intentional with everything you do. If he falls, that's, that's a bad day. Mm-hmm. If yeah. we fall off of a ladder, something, something's going to happen. We're not going to walk away and, and brush mm-hmm. it off. The problem is a lot of the people that are climbing ladders are, A, not thinking like that, Here's the other huge thing that I think everybody realizes who goes to work and gives their full attention. We're so distracted. We've got personal issues going on. You know, our phone dings or vibrates in our pocket. We want to look at it while we're, whether we're driving or whether we're climbing a ladder. I mean, it's out of control. I'm actually shocked. You know, it's bad enough in schools, them letting kids carry around having their cell phone in class I've always said to superintendents and teachers, why do you allow that? Well, we have to. You have to. Why? Why do employers need to, why do they have to have their phones? Why can't they leave them where they leave their lunch boxes or somewhere secure? I'm, I'm sorry, maybe I'm just old school. I don't get it. Because when you go to work, you need to give your full attention to work. And then, you know, these top tens, ladders, and um, fall protection, it shouldn't be like that. Mm-hmm. That's a great know, point. I love the idea of being intentional, though, mm-hmm. particularly when you are doing something like something ele- some elevated work or something. Um, I think that's really that's a great suggestion, man. I like that. Totally. And I, I agree with you. I've seen a number of new styles of ladders. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, you know, many of them I'm unfamiliar with, so I have to stop and read the stickers and take a look at them and, you know, understand how they are to be used and, and uh, the benefits of that. Um, I love the idea of removing the step that Jim was alluding to, you know, take that step out of there because as you said, it looks like a step. I need just one more foot to reach this and I'm not going to go back to the shop to get a different ladder. Um, So I'm going to step up there. If that step is there, I'm using it. Absolutely. So I think, I think that's a great way to approach um, non-compliance oftentimes is just eliminate, eliminate that as a possibility. That's what a great a training tip. If you're, if you're doing the training on the ladder, sometimes a center of gravity, your own center of gravity, and leaning out too far, particularly cleaning out gutters or something like that, and you want to just get that last little one, you got to lean out a little bit further. Mm-hmm. So what is a good center of gravity? And one of the things I taught is just don't let your nose pass the side rail. 
So you can reach out as far as you want to, as long as your nose doesn't pass that side rail. And you can even try to cheat it because your neck is only so long, mm-hmm. but you're not going to end up out there. You know, <laughs> I, I like that. I've never heard that before. Yeah, so oh, that's an interesting, yeah. Giving people visuals, I think but I, like I that think helps something a lot. They can, a reference right. for them. Yeah, just a little reference point. Important. And also think about it in terms of if, if you were inspecting, is there a visual observation as a safety professional? Is there a visual observation I can make from a distance that indicates whether or not they've crossed the mark and that two people would both agree that they did or didn't, you know? Mm-hmm. And so setting up your rules like that, that they're visual from a distance, mm-hmm. and I think it, it helps. Yeah. yeah, no doubt. And, and I just love the idea of um, explaining why. Right. You know, we're, we're really good to say, well, this is the rule. This is what you need to do. Uh, you can recite the OSHA regulations. That's basically what the OSHA regulation in, consists of. It just says this is what you have to – it doesn't really explain why. Uh, I, I worked for OSHA for 17 years, and there are still regulations that I have no idea <laughs> what they're based on. You know, I mean – you can kind of guess sometimes or, you know, right. draw some conclusions like that. But it would really be useful for people to understand why these things are important. Not everybody perceives risk the same way. Yep. You know, not everybody understands risk or risk assessment. And so you gotta you got to feed it to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's you know, a that's, that's a good point. So somebody is doing one of those things wrong. They, they have, you know, one step past the edge of the roof instead of three. What happens? They get in trouble. But shouldn't the supervisor say why? And I know probably most of the time they're going to get, I wasn't thinking about it or something else. What if they had a reason? Because we all know you have those three and going to that side and shifting all your weight, that's scary as you get older. But maybe there's a reason why. And once again, there's equipment out there. There's rails that go on to the end of the right. extension ladders that go up. You walk through it. You don't have to do that shifting well, I like your those, way. Yeah, that pass-through type. And lots of job sites. I don't know that it's hitting industry as much as it's hitting um, construction sites. There's a lot now saying ladders last or there's no ladders allowed. Everybody's in JLGs and scissor lifts, lifts. lifts yeah. of some sort. So yeah. then you, well, then you eliminate the ladder situation, but now you still got maybe increased risk in a scissor lift because people are doing stuff wrong. Yeah. I'd but much I, rather be run over by a scissor lift than fall off a ladder. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I agree <laughs> with the ladder's last uh-huh. approach. And I've seen that at a few locations hmm. that I've visited where that is their philosophy. You know, I mean, I if like there's that. an alternative, we're going to find it because ladders are just so inherently dangerous. Yeah. And I, I do like that. And I think having gone through that, mental process is the, is the latter my only alternative um that kind of describes the intent that you were talking about if i know the latter is my last resort i have to use this ladder to accomplish this task hopefully then i can actually approach it with some intent with some focus mm-hmm. you know maybe that process helps that's us get awesome there mentally idea. i like that i hadn't the, heard that i haven't been in construction in quite a while but yeah ladders that's last good, that's interesting that's and I, I i agree i think you know man I also like the why of it, too. When somebody violates the rule, the first question you really should ask is why, rather than letting into them that you didn't follow the rule, la, la, la. Mm-hmm. Why? Because maybe there's something you could overcome for that person. Maybe mm-hmm. there's a better ladder. Maybe there's, who knows? Maybe they didn't have a JLG. Maybe the JLG batteries are dead. Maybe, you know, right. maybe we need to get new batteries for it or whatever it happens to be. But if you get to why, a lot of times you can solve mm-hmm. the problem for them rather than just getting on to somebody. I think most people, I think most people really want to do it the right way. They want to do what's expected and, you know, they will if they have if you give them the proper right. equipment and tools and training. Right. And, and if the messages uh, support that, mm-hmm. you know, if what are either the uh, the uh, what am I what am I saying latent or patent message, you know, you know, either you said it or you implied it somehow, or they believe you implied it somehow, mm-hmm. 
we have to make sure that we are sending that right message that oh, you know, yeah. the expectation is to follow the rule and do it correctly. And, you know, we, we support that. We want you to do that. We want you to take whatever time it takes to go get the right ladder or set the ladder up correctly. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's no hidden message. You know, I think there's a lot of that out, you know. Oh, yeah. It's, you know, it's, it's, say, it's inevitable, I suppose. But, you know, they need to know that we want them to follow through correctly. Well, how many employees would say that um, my employer really cares about what I think? Because they, you know, probably seen that suggestion box and they put something in it. It's never addressed. And I've heard that kind of stuff forever. Or you see somebody go grab what's in there and just wad it up and throw it in there. I mean, (laughs) I think addressing the the whys or the issues. Now, the problem with that is, is, is with social media, everybody's opinion... Yeah. Is, is magnified. So you got to find that balance. But everything that we've said here, that culture mm-hmm. and caring about your employees, like some that we've mentioned, it's so obvious and it makes you feel so good. I can't imagine. I mean, some of these guys that we've mentioned, I want to work for them. Yeah. I, I agree. Yeah, no doubt. Somebody like that that cares that deeply about my well-being and cares right. about my family. Yeah. We had a guy, this was kind of interesting. I don't, we're over time, but we had a guy that came back to, to uh, Airlight. He had gone to work for someone else. About four months later, he came back. He was a fork truck operator, drove line jacks all around. Mm-hmm. And and he came to me and mentioned how much he was glad to be back because he was there and people were doing crazy stuff on the forklifts and scaring him. And he didn't want, you know, he had family and he had kids, right. you know, and he didn't want to be around people like that. And so he came back, took a little bit of a cut and pay, but not much. But he came back because he wanted to, he wanted to work somewhere it was safe and he felt relaxed wow. and that kind of thing. And he even, and I, and I thought maybe he was just telling me that because, you know, I'm the safety guy. Mm-hmm. But uh, the owner came up to me some months later and, and mentioned that he had said the same thing to him and that how much he appreciated it. Wow. So that just tells you as a, as a leader or a manager or a company owner that if you really want people to know you care about them, address their safety issues first. And, and employees do care about that. Yeah. Obviously. It was important to him and it, he was. Yeah. The employees that you want care about that. Right. The other employees you send to work at your competitors. <laughs> right. Exactly. No <laughs> doubt, man. Yeah, absolutely. And, and uh that's okay too. Yeah. You know, maybe this is as we've we've talked about in the past. Um, maybe this is not the right place for you. Right. You know. Right. Yeah, we're going to care about you here, and if you want to work here, then, then we'll care about you. Exactly. But if you don't, yep, absolutely, you don't want us to care about you. There's a lot of employers out there that don't. Care plenty about of you. <laughs> plenty of places yeah. to work. A lot of crap about you. Right. Yeah. So, and if you can say that message, you can say it with a straight face, you're going to get some really good employees, and safety will pay off for you. I think even so. Even if you go to the extra expense for the fall protection yeah. or whatever, hiring a consultant. Excellent comments, guys. Thank you very much. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, We'll be back soon. Talk to you later. A Parkville Media Production.